J-Mart and Ramon, a 104.5 The Zone on this Monday, powered by All Four Seasons Garage Doors in Nashville. Hashtag for the fam. Hashtag fastest four hours in radio. 11-year NFL veteran ball for life, Ramon Foster. Jonathan Schaefer, Jason Martin. That's your Voltron. We're on Twitter at J-Mart and Ramon. And we welcome it. For his uh, weekly appearance with us, Coach Dave McGinnis of Titans Radio, brought to you by Farm Bureau Health Plans. Turn to the folks who've been in the game since 1947. Farm Bureau Health Plans offers the great health care coverage you need with a price tag you can afford. Good morning, Coach. Hey, good morning, Jay Mart, Ramon. How we doing, guys? Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, we're getting there, Coach, in terms of football is, is nearing. Uh, training training camp. camp starts uh, yeah. today, right? Yeah, <laughs> we're 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 almost there. It feels like it because we're starting we're getting, to see we're start we're starting to get the excitement. You can see the listening audience beginning to comment on the season, and of course, Titans fans are over the moon because they just feel pretty good about their football team. Well, and they should, and 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 all, all, all fan bases at this time. That's a great thing about the National Football League when the season ends and you've got one team that has reached their ultimate goal. And then, you know, everybody else comes back down to ground zero and everybody gets a fresh start and you have the draft, you have the free agent acquisitions. And I mean, that's what makes it so exciting. I mean, opening day, opening day in the national football league, let's fast forward to that is mm-hmm. a really exciting time, but this time leading up to training camp when all the, with all the anticipation, I mean, it's just a, it's just a cool thing. And especially Coming off of what we all went through, everybody, I'm talking about to everybody, all of our fans, all of our listeners out there, everybody that we went through as an NFL uh, people uh, last year, everybody's just so thankful that this year will hopefully be a lot better on that side of it. Coach, that's the beauty of, of football. We finally get a chance to see it, and we get to see it in big fashion too, man. Like you said, this offseason has been full of a bunch of moving parts, man. And the closer we get to it, the more anxious we're going to be able to, we're, we're going to be to see those people out there, man. If there is any free agent or any returning player that you're most looking forward to seeing coach Mack, man, if you could just name drop one or two, that's like, yeah, this could be a big year for him. For me, I'm looking forward to Jarvis Landry. No, 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 not Jarvis Landry, Harold Landry. My bad. Not Jarvis, Harold. Well, Jarvis is a pretty good player. Too, so. <laughs> he wouldn't mind having him here. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. You're not wrong, Ramon. Uh, look, to me, I think it's a really important year, and this is no great revelation from a from an analyst. Is that those those uh, second year players? You know, in, in Fulton and Darrington Evans, this is a big year for those guys. Yeah, it really is because they both got the requisite skills to play in positions where the Titans need them to be able to help and to help significantly. They weren't able to do that last year because of injury and because everything was truncated. They really didn't get a chance to to fully get their NFL legs under them because there was no preseason, no, you know, there was no, basically no offseason, no true physical indoctrination into what the National Football League is. This is a big year for them. I'm looking forward to watching those two. So Delaney Walker spoke to Sirius XM and he said some interesting things. I think the first thing that needs to be taken from it is Delaney Walker really still wants to play football mm-hmm. and he doesn't feel like his career is over despite the fact that he's, you know, he's about to be 37 or he's 37 years old right now. And he's dealt with a whole lot of injuries and things like that. But coach, you've been here for a while and you know how good he was while he was here. He made the point that because he played for this organization, the accolades weren't quick to follow as if this market being so small, 
means he wasn't going to get all pros. He wasn't going to get the same kind of notoriety. He said he's far away from a Hall of Fame jacket because he spent time in Nashville. Do you sympathize with some of the things that Delaney was trying to get across? Well, first of all, I, you know, I didn't, I, I, I didn't, I didn't hear him, but look, Delaney was a good player, you know, before he got here, I, I, I knew Delaney Walker when he was at San Francisco. I mean, the, the guy was a really good player there. I mean, he really was, you know, he, he just, you know, they happened to have two really good tight ends at the time. Let me just say this about the hall of fame. What are there? 346 members it's, right now in the hall of low, fame? 350? Yes, sir. Okay. About 350. The National Football League's been playing for 100 years, okay? Uh, there's a lot of players in 100 years. There are a lot of great players mm-hmm. that aren't in the Hall of Fame. Now, I, I actively coached in this league for 31 years. Mm-hmm. If you just – what's that? You just take 53 active players times 31 years. What's that over? 1,600 players? Mm-hmm. Now, I've been associated and on teams with eight of them. That percentage is less than one-half a percent of the players look the the hall of fame is a tremendous uh, you know outstanding honor but the just because you're not in the hall of fame or considered for the hall doesn't mean you weren't a really good national football league player Mm -hmm. okay let let me just put that out there because anybody anybody that plays in this league and until you really get up close to it and look at it and see that it's a small percentage that are even able to make it and play a smaller percentage that are able to play for an extended career and an even smaller percentage that, that have outstanding years during the time that they play. So any, any of that stuff, guys, I, I really, that, that doesn't, no, I, I will never, ever, ever second guess or disparage, you know, a former player because I just got too much respect for them. Yeah, I feel you on that, Coach Mac. And the other part of it, though, is me being a former player, Coach Mac, I understand kind of where, you know, let's say Delaney's coming from or anybody's coming from in that fashion. His last best years, and I kind of said this earlier on our show, was his Pro Bowl years. And then he had two injuries, uh, two years of IR. Um, and, I, and Jason, I think, kind of brought that up. He kind of wants to walk away on his own terms a little bit when given that opportunity. But in your years across this league and personnel coach in the front office and as a coach, how many players have you actually run across that's been able to walk away from the game on their terms? You know, that, that, that point is, is, is such a big point. And look, I, we're back to the Hall of Fame talking about great players. Let me tell you a conversation I had with Mike Singletary that he had with me. I didn't have it with him. Mm-hmm. He approached me two years before he decided that, that he was done. He, he approached me in the offseason and said, Coach, I'm going to ask you something because I trust you. He said, during these next two years, when you ever see me not being me, I want you to be honest enough to tell me mm. because a lot of people won't tell me. He said, I want, you to, I want you to tell me that because I don't ever want to be out there when I'm not who I've always tried to be. Right. So, you know, when he would, that, after, that, after, the, after that second year of that, you know, he said, I'm done. You know, I, I've done it. I can walk away on my own terms. I think a lot of it is, 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 is being able, it's hard. Look, it's hard to accept, you know, because it's a special thing yeah. to be a professional athlete. It's a special thing to be a national football league player. And, and, and I'm not even talking about the lifestyle or the money. Take all that away from it. Mm-hmm. Just the fact that you are doing something that you dreamed of doing as a kid. 
and, and all of you guys that did it dreamed of doing that. Yeah. I mean, you really did. And then to be able to reach that. And then at some point, knowing that you're still a, a, a physically healthy human being, mm-hmm. you may not be a physically healthy professional athlete to say that it's all over. That's hard. So I, I look, I've, I've been through it a lot, guys, yeah. you know, not only now, but even 35 years in, in the league, I still talk to players. It, it's hard. It's hard to walk away from that. And I completely understand that and get it. And unless you've been around it, it's hard to understand and why you would say, how could somebody even say that after everything that, you know, they've done and everything that's been, but it's, you understand the <laughs> daily, daily grind that it is to be able to get there and stay there. Ramon, how hard is it not only to get there, you're a free agent, yeah. but how hard is it to stay there? And yeah. so to me, I don't, I never begrudge any of these players, anything like that, because I know what's going on. And but, I can yeah. hear, I can hear your tone coach Magda, where it's like you have full understanding. And, and, and that's where I am this morning. It's like, okay, I know his comments were where they were, and I'm trying to protect them in which I know guys want to say, because the game is, it gives you a lot and it takes a whole lot too. And I think right now he's still trying to get a little bit, man. Like you said, to walk away, I ain't gonna lie to you. Was it, it wasn't hard, but I felt that weight of of the pressure of the game kind of lifted off my shoulders, and I was like, okay, I'm okay with being done. You know? There you go. Yeah. And 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 once you reach that, but that's that's the inner peace that everybody has to reach individually. Yeah. Okay. And and and. And people are different. Some people get to it in different ways. Coach, how, when when did your football career begin? Like your career in football, how old were you when it began? I, I was playing for the Snyder Texas Pee Wee League Frogs when I was seven years old. <laughs> First off, that's a that's a great drop. Uh, but cool. when you when did you start coaching? <laughs> you know, seriously. Uh, you know, when I, when I went to school, I mean, I was lucky enough to be recruited by a lot of schools in the Southwest Conference and had a four-year full scholarship and chose to go to TCU and 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 had a nice a nice college career. But you know, I went to school. I went to school. Uh, you know, I got a business degree. I thought I was going in the oil business. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I thought I was doing because that's what my grandfather was in. You know, and I, I I never intended to make this my life's work, but. When I when I uh, went back and wanted to go to graduate school and they said they would pay for my graduate school if I would help coach the freshman team. All of a sudden, when I got into that and started doing it and then they put me on the road recruiting and I got involved in that life and had some success. And, you know, then at 24 years old, I was offered a full time job at the University of Missouri. I mean, I went, wow, okay, I'll try this. Yeah. And so, you know, football has always been a big part of my life. You know, I, I grew up in West Texas. I was just came back from a week out there. I mean, look, it's always been a huge part of my life. And then when I got into it, and it's given me more than I ever even could have dreamed of. I mean, seriously. I mean, yeah. to be able to have coached 31 straight years in the National Football League and to be able to have been exposed and have done the things and be around the people that I've been around and still look what it's done for my career afterwards. So look, it started out early, but I real I knew this. Once I got into it, that and, and it's so true, and I've said this to you guys before, every day, especially when you get into this league, every day is an interview. Every mm-hmm. day is an interview, and it's and you've got to be all in. If you're not all in in this league, then you're going to be out pretty quick. So the reason I asked the question is I think one thing that we forget, and I always go to the Shawshank Redemption, when Red's getting out of prison, 
there's always the talk of when you get out of jail and you've been there for a long time, you don't know anything else. And I think one of the things that we forget, the reason I asked you about your age and everything else is, I don't know what Delaney Walker did in middle school. I don't know if he had a job in high school, but I do know that football is all he knows. Like football is the life that he has. You think about somebody that's 37 years old that, that is now asking a question, well, what am I going to do now? Because this is what I've done my entire life. I think that gets lost because it's so hard for us to realize that if you're playing in the NFL, there's a good chance that's all you've cared about since high school. And at that point, then they're asking, well, what's the next phase of your life going to look like? And certainly it's easy to say family and faith and all that kind of thing. But what are you going to do to earn a living? Like Tom Brady's still playing football. He doesn't have to. He never has to do anything else again. But I wonder if he's wondering, you know, what am I going to do post-football? And Delaney doesn't like the idea, potentially, of having to make that choice right now when he still thinks, I can keep this life going for a couple more years. Well, the point that you make, J. Mart, is a relevant point for this reason. For any professional athlete, when they are through professionally, you know, whether whether it's it's, it's because of, you know, uh, physically they break down or whether their time just runs out, they're still young people. Mm. They're still extremely young people. And as you say, with a lot of life ahead of them. And so some of that, you know, some of that probably does not probably it does, you know, come to bear. And so, I mean, that's a real relevant point. Um, coach, as we get into. uh training camp it's all about battles it's who's going to win the day period and how many can you win in a row and there's going right. to be some wins and losses uh the kicking situation i just want to know like it's a hard position to to kind of evaluate a little bit because more goes into it than just hits and misses sometimes it's all about your nerves and situations too how, how do you actually evaluate that to say who's you know the guy for us or who has the most potential to get us out of bad situations we're talking about place kickers now? Yes, place kickers. Field goals, extra point. Yes, sir. All right, look. I coached in the league for a long time. I've got some knowledge of – pretty deep knowledge of the game. Kicking? I was the first to admit I knew nothing about it. Mm-hmm. Now, I hired really good people to help me, but the, the guys that I would go to is the kickers themselves. I, I equate those guys to professional golfers. Because it's a whole lot of the same type of dynamics and it's a whole lot type of the same mindset. And it's a, it, it, it may be even more because at least professional golfers, you know, you get a bad swing where you're probably going to get about, you know, 50 or 60 more of them. Yeah. You know, as a, as a kicker in the National Football League, there is so much that, go, that goes into it uh, as far as just all the really good kickers that I, that, that I have been around. The thing, about, the thing about them is they found some way some way to find some modicum of consistency through all types of situations. Because most of the time, Ramon, think back to when you were playing most of the time when that guy, other than an extra point, you know, and now the extra points are a little bit nebulous because they've moved it back. And so there's some drama there, but most of the time when you were playing and you'd been out there grinding Mm. as an offense and as a team. And most of the time when that guy trots out there, it's pretty important. Yeah. You know, you, you you need it. So that that's a whole different type of a mindset. And so you talk about evaluating them. I mean, you, I mean, the, the thing that you're looking for for anything else, you know, is consistency. And consistency, I think, is something that you can never guarantee in that. Just like, I mean, I don't know if you guys just just watched the open that was on yeah. uh, television, but those guys are the best of the best. And I, I you know, I saw a couple of cold shanks. Yeah. So. Oh. 
All I'm saying is this, if you're going to evaluate them and what you, you have to do every year, and you're going to, if you're going to have a competition, clearly this year in camp, You've, you've got to give them all the chance they can to compete. But until they start making it under stressful situations, time in and time out, you really don't know. Wow. Coach Floyd Reese, uh, Bum Phillips, obviously Jeff Fisher. Uh, on the way out, just a couple of thoughts on the newest additions to the Titans Ring of Honor. First thought is Amy Adams, Strunk, and, and, and Kenneth, and Barkley, and Susie, they're pushing all the right buttons. I mean, that was such a, a really – a good move. It was a relevant move. It was a very timely move. Uh, all of those guys. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I knew, I knew coach Phillips, of course, you know, I know, I know what, you know, what bump Phillips meant, you know, I was, you know, you know, I'm from Texas and that, I mean, that whole love you blue thing was, was, was magnificent, you know, for the, for the Oilers. It really was. And then, so basically you're talking about three cornerstones of the Oilers and then the Titans franchises that have, that have really, you know, and what Jeff Fisher and, and Floyd Reese did when they moved that football team here, uh, guys, I mean, it, it was, it, it's what this foundation was built on. It really was. And so for Amy Adams Strunk, ever since she is, she is, she has taken this over, you talk about someone that, that is, that understands and just gets it on so many fronts. And that, that's what impresses me so much about the, the reason this organization is so solid right now, but that move for those three guys, Guys, it, uh, there's not one person that knows anything about the National Football League that would even bat an eye at that. They would all say, right, that yeah. should be. Coach, good stuff. Absolutely. As always, uh, we're about to start talking ball, like really start talking ball, and we can't wait. Guys, uh, the next time I will see you guys in person is probably on the practice field. Yeah, yeah. That sounds fantastic. We're getting to that time me. of year, Coach. See you guys. All right, you too. We can plan on Farm Bureau health plans for better coverage, better rates, and better customer service. They've been providing Tennesseans with the home field advantage for almost 75 years. It is about to be the end of the third hour. Mm. You know what happens at the end of the third hour? What happens? Going into the fourth? It's time to – you don't live in Simple Sumner, (laughs) but we will humble you in Hendersonville. (laughs) Because it is time to celebrate birthdays. We got a couple of the fam celebrating birthdays, and then we got celebrities. And uh, the question is, how many of those does Ramon Foster actually know? All of them. All of them. Mm -hmm. That's calling a big, big shot. We'll do birthdays (laughs) when we come back. It's Jay Martin Ramon, 104.5 The Zone.